Welcome to Cherry on Top, the podcast about life's minor inconveniences. But don't worry, we make sure to leave you with a sweet, sweet solution. Oh, we do. My name is Han. My name is Al. And And you know know what what time time it is. It is time to bitch. You have got to be kidding. Baby, where is it? Son of a bitch. Well, that's just the cherry on top. Ting, ting. (laughs) I love the tings. Hi, guys. Yeah. Episode 49. 49. I know. I was telling Jake about that this morning, and I was like, oh, my God. 49. Yeah, that is crazy. That's quite a bit. That is quite a bit. That's 49 times we've recorded. That is. That's very true. 49, and I feel like we're just feeling like dimes, so. Oh, 49 dimes. (laughs) 49 dimes. Not 50, 49. (laughs) So uh, let's get into our topic, shall we? All right, I've really been wanting to do this topic for a while. She has, she really has. I have, but you know what, like today's the perfect day. Today is the perfect day for it. in Kentucky, it's like 70 degrees. It is just, God, it is a gorgeous day. It really, really is. So that brings us to our topic. Please tell us, Al. Spring cleaning. Ah, nice. Spring cleaning. You gotta love a little spring cleaning. I, yeah, I don't I'll know get into really love it. But. Part of me does, but but I'll get into that with my personal mm-hmm. experience. But before we get there, you know, we need to talk about why it does in fact mm-hmm. suck mm-hmm. for sure. So what do we got? Well, first of all, it's just like a lot to do. Always. There's many things that you have to check off your list. There's many nooks and crannies in your home that you have to get into. Yeah. And, like, it's called spring cleaning for a reason, not, mm-hmm. like, March 5th cleaning, yeah. you know? <laughs> like, spring. Like, talking about the whole fucking, like, months of spring. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. there's a few, right? Yeah. I mean, I feel like some people even turn into summer cleaning, Oh, yeah. And then some of it just gets put back on the docket for next spring. Right. Like, it'll stay winterized. We'll get to it when the flowers bloom. We don't give a fuck. It's fine. No, but, I mean, it is a lot to do because you, you know, ideally, like, that's when you, like, start to purge and get Mm -hmm. rid of a bunch of shit. So it's, it's, it's in and of itself a whole, a whole two months. Yeah. Yeah. It, It is. And cleaning is just, like. Not always very fun. It's not fun. I don't mind certain things, but, like, there are things I definitely just don't want to do. I don't like any of it, honestly. Yeah. There's nothing I like about cleaning. Yeah. It just makes me feel good. clean. Yeah, it makes me feel good knowing that, like, oh, like, it's clean now, and I'm mm-hmm. com- I'm so comfortable when the place is clean. Yeah. And, like, it's even, like, fulfilling, too, because you're like, I did that shit. Mm-hmm. So. That's fair. So that's like the the benefit for me. Yeah. But I mean, the, the act, act of, of it doing it not is not fun. always great. No. Especially when you're like doing dirty shit too. Such as like spring cleaning brings up a lot of dirty shit. It really really does. Yeah. Things that you weren't even anticipating to find. No. At all. No. And it's just it's a mm-hmm. it's a whole lot. It's a it's, whole fucking lot. Yeah. It, you know why it's a lot? It's cuz you're working with like half of years worth of shit. Yeah. That you've stored in your uh-huh. house because it's been cold and you don't want to fucking do shit. You no. stay inside. You can't, you just like can't take it outside and do anything no. with it. That's and like, too man, difficult. it's, it's hard to get me like off my ass some days in the winter. Cause yeah. like there's like seasonal depression, depression right. and it's like, it's <laughs> cold outside. Winter, so like, right. I just want to eat and be bundled up. Like the yeah. last thing I want to do is like be going through like old boxes from 2012. Like right. I just... No. I, I just don't want to no, be doing that. I want to binge, like, a nice show. Mm-hmm. But you're right. It's half a worth's, 
half a year's worth of shit. Yeah, that it just continues to accumulate. Just build and build. Goddamn, God fu- God the fucking winter. Right? And there's always more than you expect. I know we hint, yeah. like, touched on that a little bit, but, like, it's like you start one thing and then you're like, oh, well, fuck, now I have to do this, this because bit, of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, like, oh, well, here's another thing that I have to do this because of mm-hmm. that. And it's, it's just... Finding the hidden stuff is that... Oh, the surprises are not fun. No, it's not. It, it makes it feel like there's actually just, there's no ending point. I know. Because, like you're saying, things are continuing yeah, to come Yeah, because up. I make, like, a list of, like, what I'm going to do. You know, like, mm-hmm. I, like we need to mop, we need to vacuum, we need to X, Y, Z. And so, like, I go by my list, and when it's done, like, I mark it off, and it, like, fulfills me. Because yeah. I'm like, nice, done, less, one less thing for right. me to do. And... When all those, like, things pop up, it's just overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Very overwhelming. Yeah, I I can, I, I agree with you. Yeah, just not, just not my jam. Not your jam. Not my jam. Nope. You feel bad about waiting this long, quite frankly, because. Yeah, you make yourself, you're just like, oh, God, I can't believe I just let this right. happen in like, my own home. Right, and what did you do all winter? Not shit. Yeah, what were you, <laughs> yeah, what did I do all winter? Fuck. Stayed inside. Yeah, stayed inside. Um, ate cheese and meat and (laughs) drank champagne a lot. It's it's what we did. That actually very much sounds like my winter. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Yeah, that's what we did. Watched a lot of TV, ate a lot of food, and didn't go through our fucking houses and clean them like we should. (laughs) That's hysterical. Yeah, that's that's where we are. Yeah. Shouldn't have waited. Mm -hmm. You sit inside all winter and had, had the time to do it then, so it should really be done, but... We don't yeah. call it winter cleaning, do we? <laughs> I know, right? It should be called winter cleaning if people fucking did it. Are there people who do that? Like, heavily clean in the winter? I feel like I'm, like, constantly cleaning. But I don't think I could fit in that category where I'm, like, going ham on some fucking bedrooms in my house during the winter time. It's just hard when it's cold. Yeah, morale's low. Morale is low. And, like, the days are short, too. That's another big thing is how short That's, the days are. Yep. So it's like, yeah, by 8 o'clock I could. Am mm-hmm. I? No. No. No, I'm not. It's no, dark. I'm not. And it's that, it, it's it's altogether time consuming. Yeah. Especially, like, when those extra things pop up that aren't on the list. It's just more time that you have to take out of your day. Right. Especially if you have other shit planned. And, like, you feel yourself do. get, like, exhausted. And, like, you get lazier and lazier as it goes on. You know what yeah. I mean? So yeah, it's like, ugh. Sure. Yeah. That's ugh, such a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. And... In the spring, the weather is just so nice, and mm-hmm. it'd be it'd be really great to spend that time outside yeah. instead of inside cleaning. At least you can like open the windows while you're cleaning and stuff. That was but... always a plus. Yes. That was always a plus. That get, you know, smelling that fresh air. Yeah, get those chemicals circulating out of your fucking house. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my goodness. I know. You're having to decide what to keep and what to get rid of. That's never fun. You're no. like, okay, am I gonna use this? And the, there's items you like convince yourself you're gonna use. And... I know. I know. I've gotten really, really, like, a lot better over the years because I just would accumulate so much shit from working at, like, the consignment shop. Uh And so it's, like, I'd have to be, like, okay, if I even, like... You do go through your shit a lot. I do. I go through clothes all the time now. Um, And I remember just, like, like holding up a shirt and, like, if I hesitated even a little bit, like, no, get rid Mm -hmm. of it. Like, if you haven't worn it in, like, the last month, Two months, because they're two months. Some things, some things. That, well, let me back up. I guess that's things that have been in my closet yeah. for a really long time that I can't just let go of yet. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, okay, if you haven't worn it in like a, a long time, yeah. like it's time to go. Yeah, 
Because there are shit I want to keep, it's immediate, you mm-hmm. know? That's fair. So, I try, but it's hard still. Yeah. It, yeah, it doesn't make it any easier. Getting rid of stuff's not Because you're like, what about ever. this one outfit that this looked cute with? Mm-hmm. I would rather get rid of things, though, than, like, watch them add up. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And it sucks even more if you're doing all of this by yourself. Oh, uh, yeah. It's definitely helpful when you have someone to do yeah, it. Yeah, because then you can just tag team it all together. Right. Get it's it nice. done twice as fast. I literally will write Jake a little list. He's like, okay, thanks. Honey, do list. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Because <laughs> he's like, what can I help with? I'm like, this knock this nice. out. Pretty please <laughs> and thank you. <laughs> yeah, sweet. it's better when you have two people kind of doing two different things. It, it makes is. it go by quicker. I agree. All right. Well, that does it with the why it sucks section. Sure does. It's time for our personal experiences. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I shall go first. Okay, go mm-hmm. first. I can just remember being a kid and just the drama that was surrounded by spring cleaning. My dad was a big pitcher. My mom was a big keeper. It was just... Lots of fights in the spring Yeah, I was going to say, right? The flowers were blooming. The parents right. were fighting. Right. It was great. It, it was great. It wasn't great. It, it wasn't very great, actually. So. <laughs> like, the windows were open, though. So. <laughs> and they were, they, we had a big yard they always had to take care of and stuff. Or not a big yard, but, like, you know, I don't know. They, they always wanted the landscaping to, like, just, they were just fucking extra. So. I like that though. Good landscaping really does just it does just make a home home. I it think. does. So uh, yeah, that's that's uh, that's what does it really. Nice, mm-hmm. nice. Um, well, for me, it's kind of just like right now, mm-hmm. like this year. Um, this past Wednesday, I took off, took a half day because we had some, we had some things we needed to take care of at mm-hmm. home. Um, and so. Uh, we did a lot of cleaning, um, mm-hmm. just tidying things up. Like our laundry piles up so quickly, mm-hmm. like it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so like we're really trying to get that to to kind of l- go down a little bit. And so we heavily cleaned, but like this spring, like we just have a lot of like projects, you know, we mm-hmm. want to do like cleaning up our sunroom, getting that fixed up, and power washing and just like things on the to-do list that you know for sure we're not going to power wash in the winter like that is one thing yeah like (laughs) you're not we're just not going to do that not a good idea um and like paint like i don't want to need to be out there in the cold weather painting like a fucking barn so basically just some things we want to knock off the list and this weather has proven to me that we can get it done and it's about it's about time to get that shit done hell fucking yeah hell fucking yeah stay tuned for an owl's update (laughs) hot girl spring (laughs) (laughs) All right. Love well, it all. Thanks. Love it, love it. All right. It's time. It's time. It's fun time for the fun facts. facts. It's time for the fun facts. <laughs> <laughs> Wish we could have gotten your your face on video for that. That was a good one. Uh, all right. Well, since you did such a wonderful job introducing that, I'm going to let you go first. Oh, well, thank you. You're welcome. This comes from cleaninghacks.sharkclean.co.uk. Um, it's basically the the uh, shark vacuum cleaners, you know. Oh, it's like yes. their website. I like basically. sharks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're very reputable cleaning they devices. They So this is 10 surprising facts about being about spring cleaning. First of all, you're uh, never alone in bed. Mm-hmm. Why are you doing this? Because it was Why are just you... crazy. Why are you okay, doing this? are you ready? Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> the average mattress is a sponge for sweat, skin, and general nastiness. Perfect. So it's not surprising that it also is a magnet for mites. Great. In fact, there could be around 6 billion of the little critters on your mattress right now. Mites can uh, cause skin irritations and breathing difficulties, so regularly clean it is, is a must. Great. That's yeah. fucking absolutely great. Yeah. So I didn't go into the solutions that they had because we're not in the solution portion. However, if you really want to know like some ways to really get those mites out of the way, then go check out the website. Why can't you just tell me right fucking now? Because I, they, I okay, to. well, I remember. So uh, you, <laughs> <laughs> this is an urgent matter. Everybody needs to clean their mattress after hearing this. They said to, um, wash your sheets weekly and then also like vacuum your bed. Yeah. So nice. that's, that was their solution. Okay. okay. Now you don't need to check out the website. <laughs> Thanks for that one, Hannah. We appreciate it. And thanks for bringing it up. Welcome. <laughs> Ignorance is bliss. Okay, here's the next one, which, Ben, if you're fucking listening to this shit, I I want to tell you I was fucking right. Okay? Ooh. The dirtiest thing in your home could be your sponge. At baby. Yeah. <laughs> so, I just want you to hear that. The dirtiest thing in your house can be your sponge. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta replace. I gotta. <laughs> you gotta yeah, replace. You gotta replace, and you cannot be wiping down the counters with it. Yeah. Benjamin. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Jake would do something like that. Oh, I know Jake would do something like that because there's one time Jake put a fucking fake tattoo on his body with a dirty ass sponge. The sponge, you guys. I was appalled. I still am appalled. Yeah. So. Jesus Christ. Jesus Louises, that's for sure. Oh my God. One of the main spring cleaning tools is mo- in most homes is a humble sponge. I would agree with that. A sponge does work very fucking well. <laughs> not on your face. <laughs> not on your face. Not on your body at all, actually. <laughs> Leave it to the sink. Yeah. But it might horrify you to discover that the average kitchen sponge contains over 10 million bacteria. Great. To put this into context, that's probably more than you have on your toilet seat right now. Mm-hmm. If you're using a dirty <laughs> sponge during your spring cleaning sessions, all your doing is spreading dirt and bacteria around. Did you hear that? Yep. You're spreading bacteria around if you're using it. Spreading the bacteria. So soak your sponge on boiling soapy water after every use and replace them every few weeks. Okay. That's actually a good idea. That is a good idea. About to soak some fucking, you know, I'm throwing them out. I'm starting fresh, but I'll soak them next time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think that's a good idea. Here's the next one. Antibacterial spray isn't a miracle cure for germs. So... They said that the most important thing to remember is that the average antibacterial spray requires a minimum of 60 seconds of 60 seconds contact time in order to work. So this is a big deal because usually I just fucking spray my shit and I wipe know, it down dude, immediately. Me fucking too, and I know about this. Oh, oh wow, how? Uh, I'm just kidding. Um, about <laughs> some sprays, though, I guess I guess I'll say, but yeah. like. I'm just too trusting. That's fair. They say to spray your surface and then go do something else for a minute or two. Always use a clean cloth to wipe down the certain to wipe your surfaces dry, or you might be adding as many bacteria as you're killing. Love that. Sounds good to know. Here's the last one that I grabbed from this website. Dust isn't mainly dead skin. Did you know that? Dust is weird. 
Dust is weird. Dust is very weird. We're, we don't get a lot of dust. I guess, yes, we do. That's a total lie. We get a lot of dust. Oh. <laughs> Not a lot, but, like, We don't get too much, except, like, whenever, like, there's construction going on, of yeah. course. We have a bookshelf that's, like, accumulates dust really quickly under a piano. Yeah, what the fuck even dust. is dust? Okay, well, I'm going to tell you. Tell me. According to live science, the bulk of household dust is comprised of animal dander, insect waste, insect carcasses, dirt, sand, and various airborne pollutants. Whenever we open a door or a window, more of their nastiness floats inside our home. We also bring these substance- substances into our home on our own bodies and clothes. Yes, there is some skin mixed in for good measure, but not a lot. Damn. So it's just a it's just an accumulation of a lot of shit that's in the air basically mm. you know cheese louise is yeah. not fun well uh well good to know i'm gonna be dusting today <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's uh that's what i uh grabbed from the shark's website nice. sharky shark so i'll i would love to hear what you have to say all right well i grabbed an article from mentalfloss.com mental I know. Get swept away by these eight facts about spring cleaning. So I'm going to read you guys all eight of them. Mm -hmm. Okay. So number one says Passover may be one of the OG spring cleans. Did you know that? No. Well, I saw a few of this and I didn't go into it because I figured you would. Yeah. So, well, thank you. That's kind of you. (laughs) So in the days leading up to Passover, the spring holiday during which leavened food or shamets is strictly forbidden, Jews traditionally clean their homes as a way to rid their spaces of any leftover traces of shamets from the preceding months. These days, busy New Yorkers observing Passover can hire a service to take care of their pre-holiday cleaning for them. Is it pronounced Chemets? Chemets? That's how I pronounce it. Oh, okay. But I don't know if that's correct. <laughs> it could be Chemets. 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 C-H is like, that's what's getting me. But check it out. Check out the article and you decide for yourself. Hmm. Oh. Ah. All right. <laughs> All right, number two. <laughs> but ancient Persian spring cleaned thousands of years ago. Interesting. Too. Yeah. So then there's the ancient Persian festival of Nowruz. Hmm. I don't know if that's right either, but I'm going to try my best. <laughs> Commemorating the Persian New Year that occurs on the vernal equinox, which is widely regarded as the first day of spring hmm. around March 20th. In the days leading up to Nowruz, ritual house cleaning called Kuna Tikoni, fact check, or shaking of the house is okay. practiced in preparation for the coming year. I like that. You're shaking the house. Shake that like house that. up. The celebration dates back more than 3,000 years and is wow. now primarily celebrated as a secular holiday in Iran and as a holy holiday in Zoroastrian communities. Interesting. I really this, I'm enjoying this website. I know, right? They're very, very unique facts. That's why I liked them. Mm-hmm. All right. So the tradition of pre-New Year's cleaning exists in Chinese tradition, too. Okay. Everybody out here cleaning. Chinese New Year festivities can fall anywhere between late January and late February, depending on the lunar calendar. And the day after the Chinese New Year is widely regarded as the first official day of spring. Nice. Yeah. So, leading up to the Chinese New Year, the holiday is called Nina Bat, which typically falls on the 28th day of the 12th month of the lunar calendar. Okay. So... Right, December twenty eighth. Mm-hmm. Right? That's why I would. Well, building our calendar. Oh, so. calendar. Okay, fair. According to the Katanese saying, "Wash away the dirt on Ninia Bat." 
This day is designated for cleaning, a symbolic way to sweep away the bad luck of the previous year and prepare the home to receive the good luck of the coming new year. In traditional Buddhist and Taoist dwellings, home statues and altars are given special care. In the days leading up to the new year, old altar ornaments are burned and replaced with fresh decorations. Hmm. Finally, on the first day of the new year, brooms and dustpans are put away so that the coming good, the coming good year's luck can be swept away. Nice. Yeah. In colder climes, fireplaces made spring cleaning, spring cleaning necessary. Oh, I believe that. Yeah, for sure. So, spring cleaning's more secular iterations tie back to the hearth. When homes were heated by a fireplace and lit by candles, spring provided an opportunity to clear the home of leftover soot and wax. In the days long before the vacuum cleaner, spring was the time to air the house of its collected dust. The warm temperatures meant windows could easily be opened, allowing the breeze to carry away any filth that had accumulated over the winter months. Mm. I guess that's what you'd have to do. Yeah. Right? But just because these cleanings weren't religiously motivated, that doesn't mean they weren't any less thorough. Mm, yeah. Nice. So in the book called Mrs. Beaton's Book of Household Management, she first published in 1861, the periodical cleanings section recommends the following. It is usual to begin at the top of the house and clean downwards. Move everything out of the room, washing the wainscoting or paint with soft soap and water, pulling down the beds and cleansing all the joints, scrubbing the floor, beating feather beds, mattresses, and palasi. I don't know what palasi is, hmm. but I'm curious about it. And thoroughly purifying every article of furniture before it is put back in place. This general cleaning usually takes place in the spring or early summer when the warm curtains of winter are replaced by the light and cheerful muslin curtains. The same thorough system of cleaning should be done throughout the house, the walls where there's paint swept with a soft broom or feather brush, the window and bed curtains which have been replaced with muslin ones carefully brushed or if they require it cleaned, and lamps not likely to be required washed out with hot water, maybe just dried and cleaned. It said that it's a straw mattress. Polite. Police. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that makes sense. Cleaning yeah. all cleaning all of it, like mm -hmm. you mentioned earlier. Yeah, so, wow. Nice. That makes sense. They had a whole ass system. Yeah. Okay. Number five, servants came in handy. Oh, I fucking bet they I'm did. sure they Shit. fucking did. So, while the intense cleanings described in Bean's Guides... Nice. Wouldn't it? <laughs> um... And Beaton's guides were meant to be carried out by the servants of large estates. The majority of the heirs' spring cleaning duties fell on the common woman. Shocking! Uh, I had yeah, no shocking. idea. Hmm. In an 1850 journal entry featured in a 2000 Smithsonian exhibit on the history of housekeeping, women's right activist Lydia Maria Child recounts that she swept and dusted the room and kitchen 350 times. Oh my god. Filled lamps 362 times. Swept and dusted chamber and stairs 40 times. And without the aid of modern-day cleaning products, housemakers and help alike leaned heavily on the combination of elbow grease and household solutions like lemon juice used to clean colored marble. Tea leaves, which were sprinkled over rugs to absor absorb odors. Orders? To <laughs> absorb odors. And even gin, suggested in the 1850 Servant's Manual as a way to polish mirrors. Wouldn't that be hard as fuck? That would be really fucking difficult. Oh my gosh. All right. Number six. The precursors of the products we use today emerged at the turn of the century. So the first motorized vacuum cleaner was invented in 1901. Lysol brand disinfectant first introduced in the late 19th century in Europe. And it gained popularity in 1918 as a way to combat the spread of the Spanish flu. 
Even plain old soap underwent a transformation around this time. With the shortage in fats and oils caused by World Wars I and II, synthetic detergents were introduced and subsequently shot up in popularity, popularity surpassing the sales of the normal soap by 1950. Oh my god, can you imagine how increased of, of the game it would be going Dude, from game just, changer. oh my fucking game god. Game changer, I know, it's crazy. It's, it's truly crazy. That would be That would be ridiculous to have to clean without, like, like the using your literal elbow grease. I know. Oh, because like I mean, soap can really only clean so much, right? And like, fuck before soap, it's just crazy. Yeah. All right. So number seven is the belief that things are only clean if they smell like lemon is at this point culturally ingrained. Oh. Okay. Sorry. That's fair. Sorry, y'all. Lemon's great, but that means clean. It makes sense, though. Yeah. So despite the advances in cleaning, some of the mainstays. Some of the mainstays of spring cleaning have remained the same. For example, the scents used in cleaning products have carried over from their most basic beginnings, leading to a prevalence of lemon-scented cleaners. So true. Mm -hmm. We like a clean smell, which is not the smell of an absence of dirt, but the smell of whatever chemicals are in the cleaning product we use. By Lucy Lethbridge, we've made it all rather complicated with a dozen different chemical sprays for bathrooms, for kitchens, wooden furniture, windows, which could happily be replaced by a gallon container of distilled of distilled vinegar costing about $5 in our money and all without the synthetic odor of artificial pine. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. I try to get organic because I don't love too much of a chemical yeah. smell, but like I'm not going to like when like bleach like a little bit of bleach smells nice. Like I like when a place smells like clean. I don't like the smell of bleach, but like maybe... Not like strong, not too strong, but just like the scent of cleanliness. Yeah, I like pine. Yeah, it's fair. All right, my last one, number eight. Okay. Spring cleaning makes biological sense too. Hmm. Yeah, so the darkness of winter creates a boost in the body's production of melatonin, a hormone that causes sleepiness. See? Mm. It's not our fault, okay? With the arrival of spring, the increase in sunlight and decrease in melatonin gives us a natural energy boost, so it's completely possible that the urge to clean in the springtime may simply stem from the body's desire to simply get up and do stuff. Mm. According to Psychology Today, there's a physical payoff to cleaning as well. Clutter becomes unnecessary, overwhelming stimulus that adds to stress and decreases physical activi activity. Neater spaces, by contrast, increase physical activity as well as creativity and even the urge to eat more healthily. Hmm. Consider that the next time you're procrastinating breaking out the broom. Happy scrubbing. Nice. Yeah, it makes sense. Cute like website. Thank you, friend. Check it out. It'll be in our show notes, you guys. As, as all of our links will be. Of course. All right. Well, let's get into uh, our solutions, shall we? The Han and Al solutions. Oh, the Han and Al solutions. All right. We've got a few for you. Al, go ahead and tell us our first solution. Well, don't clean. Yeah, just don't clean. Just let it stay dirty. <laughs> I can't do that. No. I don't really, really honestly recommend you do that. No, you guys know but... that. But, like, I mean, it's not not a solution. That's true. So... It's one of our Can't solutions, which out. we know how reliable our solutions can be sometimes. Exactly. Sometimes they they can be very reliable. Some can, some can't. But I think you know us well enough now to figure out which ones <laughs> are that, like, uh, reliable. Legit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, you could also hire a maid yeah. if that is something that mm -hmm. you can fund. Yeah. It's really not that expensive. And actually, somebody told me, um, no, my therapist, we were talking about just like, um, you know, time management and just trying to like get things done and prioritizing and habit stacking, all that good stuff. 
and she said that she actually hires um, a housekeeper to come um, to help because her job demand has gone up and she just doesn't have the resources herself to get it done. And so she's like, I pay $65 every two weeks and that's it. That's really not that bad. Which is not bad at no. all. If you have like, the money to do it too. Right. So you could hire somebody. Mm-hmm. Pretty neat. That's true. Pretty neat. Yeah. You could uh, make your roommate or your boo do it. Do it all. Yeah. That's what I do. Yeah, I think <laughs> Benjamin probably, like, enjoys doing it himself, right? I don't know how much he enjoys it, but... That's fair. I enjoy not doing it, Touché. so... <laughs> Touche. Touche. That's I'll help. fair. I'll help, though. That's fair. Yeah. Um, you, I just don't spearhead it. You guys could also just, like, try to keep your shit together a little mm-hmm. bit more over winter, you know? Yeah. Try to be a little more productive, as hard as it is. Yep. Still try to go outside, because that can, I feel like, bring you a little bit more serotonin mm-hmm. and give you more energy to mm-hmm. want to do things. Yeah. Um, like oh, I love going, even though it's cold, being outside during the winter, like going to like one of our hiking spots over here, it's so magical and beautiful. I feel like I'm in Narnia. Mm-hmm. And so I know that definitely brings yeah. me serotonin, but like, I don't have to be out there too long. So just make sure you, you know, get, get, get out in the winter. Yeah. Try to get your, try to get your, uh, try to get your groove on, your groove on, you mm-hmm. know. Um, you can try to make it fun. Try to make it fun. Crank up that music. Yes. Put on a podcast. Yeah. Put on our podcast. Listen to us. Listen to us right now. Please. Oh, oh my, my God. God. <laughs> and we have 48 other episodes of different things that suck. Yeah. And you could, you could, you could fix them. So there you go. Yeah. Maybe while you're at it, add it to the list. Add it to the list. Holy guacamole. What a good solution. Wow, that was a great solution. No Probably our best to I know. date. <laughs> um, you could also create a to-do list and just work on that maybe throughout the day if you're, like, setting aside just a day mm-hmm. to do spring cleaning or even, like, throughout the week. Yeah. You know, um, we have a calendar on our fridge and we'll just kind of jot down, like, you know, things we know that need to get done on mm-hmm. certain days, like scooping the litter boxes and we taking the trash out on, on certain days. Yeah. So. Um, you know, just doing small things like that, just to keep up with it, mm-hmm. because um, it can it can pile up pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah, it, it really can. And just keeping track of what you want to get done. Yeah. If you go through your to do list and you don't get everything done that day, like you know the things you have to do mm-hmm. tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So nice. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, maybe you can even like develop a schedule to help with the spring cleaning. Yeah. What would make it less daunting. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for maybe sure. come up with like a yearly thing. To, yeah, exactly. That's a good you can idea. follow like mm-hmm. throughout the seasons mm-hmm. and things. Yeah, for sure. Um, something you should also do just to kind of help with, you know, getting things done is to invest in a Roomba. Mm, I love my little, I don't I, have a real Roomba, but I love our little fake one. I want one. Except but for now, when she's being stupid. Now with Henry, like I feel like he would destroy it. Oh, Henry would not okay with that shit no. maybe when he's older yeah maybe when he's older <laughs> maybe yeah for now older. we'll use the vacuum which yeah. he can't even handle that but you guys if you don't have a crazy little puppy get a Roomba yeah get a go. Roomba alright well it's time for some sturdy solutions some sturdy solutions that's what we got for you for the Hannah now so let's yes. get you some really some sturdy real, real good ones alright well my article comes from inwildhearts.com I think it's oh. like a cute little blog okay in wild hearts. Mm-hmm. The article's name is Spring Cleaning Tips for the Wannabe Minimalist. I feel like everyone's trying to be a little bit more minimalistic nowadays. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I read through these and I just thought that she had some really good idea. Nice. 
nice. Not idea, but she ideas. had a good. She had good idea. <laughs> she, she did just one, <laughs> and this is the one that she had. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's hear this. Number one. Number one. Um, your closet. It's almost spring. Get rid of whatever clothes you did not wear this winter. Seriously. I think that's, that's smart. That is a smart idea. That's smart. Mm-hmm. Two, sort through your socks and underwear drawers. Um, anything, un- ooh, unmatched. That's cute. I, well, I was thinking, I guess that she was first saying for socks, but I was thinking for bras and panties. But you could do that too. Okay. Mm-hmm. So anything unmatched with holes or older, or older than you can, or oh my gosh, or older than you want to admit, clear it out. That's a pretty yeah. good rule of thumb. Mm-hmm. For sure. I should probably do that. Yeah, I, I recently went through, like, my, like, underwear and, like, sock drawer and, like, got rid of so much stuff. Because, like, it's just taking up too much fucking too space. Much, yeah. And, like, when I need to buy, like, new things, like, where, where, where do they go? Yeah. yeah. Shoes. You don't need that many. I feel like I do, though. Me too. I have a really hard time. She said, yes, I'm talking about you and me. Jake has so many shoes, and I have so many shoes. It's a big issue. I feel like I still need more shoes still, too. Oh, God. Yikes, McGee! Yeah. (laughs) All right, what else? She said to pick your basics, essentials, and give yourself a pair or two of trendy in-season soles. Two? I don't like that. I don't like this. That's not cute. Okay, girl. That's not cute. Number four, (laughs) jewelry. I... Jewelry? I promise <laughs> I promise you own way more than you ever wear. Throw away broken pieces, gift or donate the rest that you don't use. Okay. I don't Does she know what she's talking yeah. about? <laughs> Obviously we do not want to be minimalist, I guess. I guess that's the Only with certain things, but like I, I get it. Like I'm trying to be better, but keep mm, going, keep going. Sort through toys and get rid of extra pieces or the toys that are missing pieces. Six, makeup drawer. Oh, that's actually a pretty good idea. Throw away anything too old. I didn't know that makeup expires. Did you know that? I had no idea. Seven, linen closet. Same thing. You know, you have old bottles in there and everything such as that. Get rid of it. Old sheets. Uh-huh. Eight, decor sitting in your basement. Sort through it. Get a bin, you know, do all that. Do the keep and the throw and all that shit. Number nine, clean out your garage. You would be amazed to see how much trash gets stored away in the winter months. I believe it. Does your all's garage get pretty... I guess it's, like, a gym, so not really. It's a gym, but we have an attic upstairs, and, like, that's where, like, all my, like, extra stuff is stored. Like, mm-hmm. we could probably go through it for sure. Yeah, yeah. But. Um, you could have stacks of DVDs and CDs laying around, digitalize them or donate them. Who needs shit like that anymore? Yeah, it's true. 11, sort through your mail, throw away any junk mail. Ugh. God, it's hard to go through. It's my, our mail gets accumulates so quickly. Yeah. Review your kitchen gadgets and really eliminate the pieces that you don't use. Maybe you don't need as many pots and pans. Maybe you have three crock pots. Oh my gosh. Maybe you have a food processor that you've never seen out of the box. Mm-hmm. You could clean out the utensil drawer. That's a good idea. That is a good Clean, idea. Yeah, cleaning supplies, you know marry them and get rid of the ones that you don't you hardly use probably the ones that aren't as environmentally friendly medicine cabinet uh, yeah. dispose of all your old medications appropriately though appropriately mm-hmm. clean out your pantry get rid of old foods that's taking up space or stale leftovers in Ziploc bags it's that's another thing that gets backed up really quickly how about for you guys it does for us yeah 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 
clean out your freezer or at least prioritize using your frozen leftovers before they go bad. That's a good idea before they get freezer burned and all that shit. Um, the art cabinet, mm, dispose of hardened Play-Doh and crunchy paints and things like that. Dude, like a junk drawer too. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. Oh my God. There's shit in our junk drawer that we never use. Same. They also say towels. Get rid of all of them. Kitchen, bathroom, and hand towels, washcloths. Use the same principles as your sock and underwear drawer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to replace like everything. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> And the last thing that they have to say is your children's clothes. Things that, uh, this is a big one. I understand some of us are saving items for hand-me-downs, but the rest should still be sorted through. Yeah. So, uh, that's what she had to say. Wasn't in love with all of her points, but I guess I'll survive. (laughs) Well, nice. I liked her, um, I liked her perspective and Mm -hmm. some of those things I don't think would be too terribly tough to to do. I agree. You guys, I am really excited about my article because it's from Glad.com. Ooh. You know, they're, they're making these trash bags. They, they probably got a few good things to tell us. So I'm going to touch on um, four different sections. So how to tackle a cluttered room, decluttering bedrooms, bathrooms, and home offices. Mm. So let's just talk a little bit about those, okay? Um, so where you need to start if you want to declutter your home. So you need to make the decision to declutter your home, and it might feel like a huge step Mm -hmm. in and of itself, but actually getting started is a much larger obstacle. Particularly if you have big decluttering jobs ahead of you, knowing where to begin the process can be overwhelming, which is why coming up with a decluttering game plan is so essential. Mm -hmm. Yes, make them list. Before you dive in, figure out what your decluttering goal is. Do you merely want to get rid of the visible mess, or do you want to create an entirely new household organizational system to use going forward? Oh, wow. That's a lot. Right. Are you trying to, like, half-ass it or whole-ass it? What? (laughs) (laughs) Knowing what your end goal is can help you prioritize tasks and figure out what your next steps are. Another trick to kickstarting your decluttering is to start with what you feel is the easiest in the room first. So for example, if you know you need to do an overhaul of your entire wardrobe, don't tackle your bedroom and closet first. If you begin with a simpler decluttering job, say cleaning out and reorganizing your spice rack, it can empower you and motivate you to tackle bigger decluttering projects. That's a great idea. I love that. All right, so they have this little system called the four box method. Okay. So you can use four boxes or storage bins and streamline your decluttering job. Here's the breakdown of how just four boxes can make tackling a cluttering room a breeze. Okay. Four boxes, y'all. So box number one is trash. The first box will be your designated trash dump. Any items you want to get rid of that aren't worth donating or selling go here. Pro tip. Pro tip. (laughs) Pro tip. This is the pro tip. Here's the pro tip. Here's the pro tip for you guys. (laughs) To save yourself a step, go ahead and use Glad Force Flex Plus Advanced Protection Bags instead of a box so you can take your trash straight to the curb after cleaning up. That's kind of what I would have done anyway. I don't want to put, like, my trash in, like, this bin that I just bought. But I'd probably use a cheap-ass trash bag. For sure. (laughs) For sure. And don't forget to recycle items whenever possible. Go check out Glad's guide to what can and cannot be recycled to learn more. Huh. Yeah. All right. So box number two is the giveaway or sell box. Okay. Next, you should designate a box to items that are still in okay condition, but that your household could do without, like old books or toys, for example. Whether you want to give these things away to family or friends, donate them to a charity, or sell them in a yard sale to make a little extra money is totally up to you. Nice. 
Smart. Box number three is for storage. Okay. This box is for things that you can't or don't want to get rid of, but that you aren't in need of on a day-to-day basis. Okay. So think things like seasonal decorations. Uh-huh. It's also a good idea to make an inventory of items that you're putting in storage as you go. That way you won't be left wondering what exactly is taking up space in your garage or attic down the line. Mm-hmm. I do this for the consignment shop I work for. Oh, yeah. When we store, like, the different seasonal, uh-huh. like, clothing uh-huh. and decorations, we'll literally write, like, what's on the... We write on the outside of the boxes what's inside. Mm-hmm. So, like, we can easily find shit yeah. when we need to. Nice. And box number four, because remember, you only need four boxes to do this, mm. is the put-away box. Okay. Lastly, have a box ready to place any items that need to be kept in your house but relocated in their proper place. If you want to get really organized, you can have a few smaller boxes, one for each places like your bathroom, kitchen, bedrooms, and sort misplaced items into their homes to save yourself a little hassle nice. later. One last decluttering pro tip. Pro tip. Do you want one, one more pro tip, you guys? Do you want one? Pro tip. Okay, I'm going to give it to you anyway. <laughs> if you have the need for it, you can add a fifth box to this method. Oh, shit. Oh, we got one. fancy up in here. I know. This one could be for items that need to be repaired or replaced rather than tossed out or donated, like a watch that needs a new battery. Okay. That is quite the extra step, but, like, you, you could do it. You could do it. Wow. All right. So I'm going to focus on how to declutter just a bedroom first. Maybe you're just struggling with one room. Maybe it's your bedroom. Um, So there are a few sections you need to keep in mind when you're trying to declutter your bedroom. Your room. Your bedroom. Um, The first one really hits home for me. Your nightstand. Mm -hmm. Your fucking nightstand. So if you do have a nightstand... um, that you use for a catch-all for basically anything in your life, it's time to go through it with a fine-tooth comb. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're getting down down and detailed. Yes. (laughs) Unless you need access to something before bed, like a sleep mask or earplugs, the nightstand is not a place for it. Uh. Don't forget to declutter the top of your nightstand, too. Clear off anything that isn't essential. Lamps or alarm clocks, for example, and minimize the knickknacks and decor you keep displayed on top of a less cluttered dresser for a cleaner, easier-looking area, Okay, essentially. Um, next is your dressers and drawers. So, is there anything really worse than a messy, overstuffed drawer? Mm. This shit pisses me off. Honestly, mine right now. <laughs> this is one thing I can't handle. Like, I have to reorganize it immediately. It'll all drive me nuts. So, if you're tired of having to dig through a sea of disorganized clothes to find what you need every day, it's time to sort each item of clothing in your dresser using the four-box method. So, there you go. Mm-hmm. If This is a good rule of thumb, you guys. If you have worn it, or I'm sorry, if you have not worn it in the last six months or it no longer fits, it does not belong in your dresser drawers. No. Once you've pared things down, try folding your clothes into small rectangles and placing them face up instead of stacked atop one another okay. so you can easily see them when you pull the drawer open. All right, all right. My sister, she does this folding method where she'll fold, like, the shirt where you can see, like, whatever's on the front of the shirt mm-hmm. and she almost like files them like like seen that. like documents yeah. you know but it's nice because you can just like pull it right yeah. out and you can see what it is i don't understand how people can be that organized with their clothes but it's good for just, them it makes life easier good it's a lot them. of work in in the beginning but it makes life easier um lastly is your closets so you know you need to spend a chunk of time decluttering your closet as they can have major havens for clutter before you start sorting things using that four box method it's a good idea to remove anything and lay it out 
um, so you can easy, easily see exactly what you have. And that's a good opportunity to wipe down any shelves and surfaces in your closet that rarely get cleaned. Nice. Next, you should ask yourself a few key questions as you decide what items you want to keep. When is the last time I wore this? Does it make me feel good when I wear it? Do mm-hmm. I have something similar to this that I like more? And it's also a good rule of thumb. Those are all very good points. Right, right. So, yeah, definitely run this back because that's, that's a very good way to make some good decisions for your closet. And it's also a good rule of thumb not to keep something for some day. Like, if it no longer fits and you're keeping it around just in case it fits again one day, that mindset is going to be the whole reason why clutter accumulates. Mm-hmm. When you're putting away things you want to keep after the purge, make sure to put your most worn items in easily accessible spots. I hate when things are, like, far back in my Mm -hmm. dresser when I, like, wear them the most. Um, Organize it however it works best for you, whether that's by color, season, or occasion. Nice. Do you have an organizational? Nope. Okay. (laughs) Like, I keep my winter stuff away. Like, and the the summer. Yeah. I need to start doing that, honestly. Yeah. I need to do that again, though, soon. Well, like, now today makes me want to do it, but I don't have time to do it. It'll happen eventually. It'll happen eventually. Um, All right. So, ways to kind of declutter your bathroom. Um, So, you definitely, one, need to purge those beauty products. Um, If you haven't used a product in six months to a year, toss it into a Glade small scented garbage bag Mm. and dispose of it. It's also good to break the habit of accumulating duplicates of things. For example, don't open a new bottle of shampoo if you still have a couple days worth of product left in an old one. Good idea. Yeah. For sure. Um, Definitely take stock of your medicine cabinet as well. So why you might open your medicine cabinet every day, when's the last time you actually cleaned it out? Mm -hmm. Take everything off the shelves, toss anything that's old or no longer usable, like stretched out hair ties or expired medications, then wipe down the inside before returning the items you're keeping to the medicine cabinet. Nice. And lastly, create hidden spots for storage. Hmm. I love this one. So are you short on storage space? There are plenty of handy tricks that can create a more organized bathroom instantly. If you keep finding bobby pins strewn all over the place, try attaching a magnetic strip to the inside of a cabinet door and sticking your bobby pins on it for easy access. Hmm. That's cute. Mm -hmm. You can also use a file organizer as a handy spot for your hair tools by attaching it to a wall or the inside of a kitchen of a sink cabinet. For smaller items like makeup brushes or cotton balls or cotton swabs, have labeled jars dedicated for each and set them on your counter or shelf for easy access that won't look messy. Mm, Nice. All right, lastly, um, I'm gonna tell you about a home closet, or home closet, (laughs) a home office, because a lot of people are having home offices nowadays. That's true. So, um, a few things you should do for your home office to declutter it are, to one, remove items that just don't belong. So, the first step of decluttering a messy home office is removing or putting away personal household items that don't belong there, like toys, dishes, workout gear, Your workspace should be for work only. Non-work-related items act as a reminder of other responsibilities, which can be distracting when you need to focus on work. Mm -hmm. I like that. That's smart. That makes sense. Sort through documents and papers. So if your desk is barely visible thanks to a jumble of papers, now it's time to sort through them. Make three piles, one for papers to shred or toss, one for documents to file away, and one for things you need to take action on. If most of your work-related documents are digital, go ahead and spend some time organizing and cleaning those up too. Even though digital clutter is invisible, it can be just as detrimental to Mm -hmm. your productivity. 
very true. All right, organize your desk drawers. So, for example, you might want to fill your topmost drawer with everyday items like a notepad, oh, pens, a phone charger, things that you're going to need for sure, like every day. And while the bottom drawer is home to things like your hole punch or envelopes. Pro tip, Pro tip. within <laughs> each drawer, have the most used items toward the front for easy access. Pro tip. <laughs> All right, this is my last one for you guys, and I think it's quite frankly the most important. Because it drives me nuts, okay? <laughs> Clean up unruly cords and cables, mm. okay? They actually have organizers on Amazon. Just type in, like, cord or organizer, and, like, Ooh. you'll find a ton. Nice. Yeah. But this is also something else you could do. Um, you hate the tangled knot of cords. It can be stressful. And your home office is the last place you want to feel stressed. One of the easiest decluttering tips for a home office is tying cords and cables together with zip ties so that they can stay together and look more streamlined. Once they're together in a convenient bunch, you can tape or hook them under or behind a desk so they are out of sight and out of mind. Mm. Love it. Love it too. Thank you so much, Glad. That make me that made me feel glad. Made me feel glad, glad. Made me feel glad, glad. I get glad and glad mixed up glad and glade well they're both great yeah they are all right you guys well that does it for the topic but let's get into our segment this is our segment for you today it is gratitude got me gratitude got me what um what would you like to talk about for your gratitude got me my gratitude Gratitude. is just you know what my gratitude are all the people in my life who are just loving me and helping me out and and Hell yeah. Yeah. Pro tip. Supportive. Pro tip. Pro tip. Get bitches who love and support you. (laughs) Pro tip. So, uh, yeah, that's what my gratitude is. I love that. That's a great, that's a great one for sure. What about yours, Um, Anne? I think I'm going to have to say, like, this Saturday morning. It's been a really wonderful Saturday morning. It has been a nice morning. The weather's been great. Um, I got a nice workout in. We got to record. Mm -hmm. Just the vibes are, I think the vibes are are high. Yeah. The vibes are high. Yeah. For sure. Voila. You that guys, that was it, it for, for 49 but make sure you go follow us on Instagram and Twitter at CherryOnTopPod and send us a Gmail at CherryOnTopPod at gmail.com. Yeah, make sure you go like, you go comment, you go share, subscribe, share, subscribe, subscribe, whatever you share. need to do to make you feel better about yeah, us. For <laughs> sure, you guys. We appreciate all the support and love. Um, make sure that you tune in Sundays for topic releases and Wednesdays, of course, because that's when we drop the episode. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. All right, we'll see you next week for episode 50. See you then. Bye.